Today's reading. <coughs> Today's reading is taken from John 20, verses 19 to 31. Um, today it's from the message version, so you'll see the words on the screen. Later on that day, the disciples had gathered together, but fearful of the Jews, had locked all the doors in the house. Jesus entered, stood among them, and said, Peace to you. Then he showed them his hands and sighed. The disciples, seeing the master with their own eyes, were exuberant. Jesus repeated his greeting, Peace to you. Just as the Father sent me, I send you. Then he took a deep breath and breathed into them. Receive the Holy Spirit, he said. If you forgive someone's sins, they're gone for good. If you don't forgive sins, what are you going to do with them? But Thomas, sometimes called the twin, one of the twelve, was not with them when Jesus came. The other disciples told him, we saw the master. But he said, unless I see the nail holes in his hands, put my finger in the nail holes and stick my hand in his side, I won't believe it. Eight days later, his disciples were again in the room. This time, Thomas was with them. Jesus came through the locked doors, stood among them, and said, Peace to you. Then he focused his attention on Thomas. Take your finger and examine my hands. Take your hand and stick it in my side. Don't be unbelieving. Believe. Thomas said, My master, my God. This is the word of the Lord. Thank you, Jess. So I don't know about you, but sometimes I see things on the television, maybe on the news, or read things in the papers, and they just seem really hard to believe. So we're going to have a little quiz now to see how good you are at spotting whether something is true or false. So I'm going to tell you some things which may or may not be true, and then you have to guess whether you think they're true or not. Now, you might, just to make it a little bit more interesting, you might want to give yourself a point for each one you get right, and we'll see how many points people have got at the end of it. So, first one. Sharks can live to be 500 years old. Is that true or false? Let's have a, a vote. Who thinks it's true? A few people, okay. Who thinks it's false? Oh, quite a lot more people. I think some people were hedging their bets then. I think you've got to really decide. You've got to, uh, you've got to go one way or the other. So, that's actually true. Greenland sharks live an average of nearly 300 years old, and the oldest ones are indeed about 500 years old. Something else about age then. The oldest living person in the world, and this is a picture of her, is 124 years old. Okay, who thinks that's true? Quite a lot of people. Who thinks it's false? Okay, fairly evenly split there. It's actually false. Um, you're not too far wrong. The oldest living person in the world at the moment is this lady in Japan 
who's currently 116 years old, so you're a few years out. Apparently there has been a lady who's lived to be 122, but she is not living at the moment. Okay. <laughs> That's fairly obvious, yeah. <laughs> so, next question. The oldest biscuit in the world, that's a picture of it, is 105 years old. Okay? Who thinks that's true? 105 years old, okay. Anyone think it's false? Well, it's actually false because the world's oldest biscuit is actually, incredibly, over 200 years old. Uh, this biscuit belonged, apparently, to a sailor at the Battle of Trafalgar. So, some of you historians will be able to tell me exactly when that was. Okay, and another one. I, I like questions about age for some reason. So, the oldest honey in the world is over 5,000 years old, and you can still eat it. Okay, who thinks that's true? Okay, quite a lot of people. Who thinks that's false? Not so many. That's actually true. It's completely true. Honey has been found in ceramic jars in Georgia, in Asia, which dates back 5,500 years old. And apparently it's still edible because honey never goes off. What I don't know is whether anyone was actually brave enough to try it and um, test that theory. Okay, last one. There are more trees on Earth than there are stars in the galaxy. So, who thinks that's true? Well done, Sam. Who thinks it's false? Okay, well, Sam is right. <laughs> Note, I did say it's stars in the galaxy, not in the universe. So, apparently, there are about 100 to 400 billion stars in the Milky Way, but there are more than 3 trillion trees on the Earth. So, we do need to look after them. Okay. So some things are very hard to believe. That last one obviously was, even though they're completely true. Oh, yes, point, sorry. So did, how many did we have there? Five. Did anyone get all five right? Five points. You did, did you? Well done. Okay, anyone get four right? Well done, at the back. Anyone get three? quite a lot of people. Well, if you've got four or more, I think you've done really well. So let's give those people a really big round of applause. So as I said, some things are quite hard to believe. When the other disciples told Thomas that they'd seen Jesus and he was alive again, we can maybe understand that he found that quite difficult to believe. Most of us are quite familiar with the idea that Jesus rose from the dead. Um, so it's hard to imagine how utterly surprising and shocking that was for the disciples. They were very shocked. Can anyone make a really good shocked face? Not really shocked. Oh, yes, there's some good ones around. Ah, well done, Richard. That's a very good one. Okay. So, we all might have doubts about some things that we're taught about Jesus from time to time. After all, some of the things that the Bible tells us about Jesus are pretty incredible, pretty hard to believe. We're told that he was the Son of God. 
We're told that he could make sick people well again. We're told that he could do amazing miracles like turning water into wine or calming a storm. We're told that by his death, we could have every wrong thing that we'd ever done in our lives forgiven by God. And we're told that he would leave us his Holy Spirit so that we, too, could do some of those amazing things that Jesus did. But having doubts is not the same as rejecting Jesus. Judas rejected Jesus and betrayed him. The chief priests and the Pharisees rejected Jesus and plotted to have him arrested. Pilate rejected Jesus and sentenced him to death. Thomas didn't reject Jesus. He wanted to believe what the other disciples were telling him, but he couldn't help having doubts. He didn't try and cover up his, his doubts. He, didn't, he was honest about it. And if we're having doubts about some of the things that we're taught about Jesus, we are allowed to be honest about that too. We don't have to pretend to believe things that we don't. So Jesus might have been sad that Thomas didn't believe, but he wasn't cross with him. And the amazing thing is that he helped Thomas with his doubts by appearing to him and letting him do just that thing that Thomas had said he needed by seeing the holes in his hands, being able to put his hand in the wound in his side that the sword had made. And when Thomas saw all of that for himself, he was not, not only did he believe that Jesus was really alive again, but he was also the very first person recording in the, recorded in the Bible to recognize that Jesus really was God. At the end of our reading, he said, my master, my God. So if we're honest about our doubts, and if we tell Jesus about them, we may well find that in the end, our faith is stronger than ever. We're going to spend a little bit of time in prayer now, uh, the children call this time chat and catch, and it's a time when they can chat to God about things and try and catch what God's saying to them, and we can all do that. So we're going to have a little bit of quiet, and in the quiet, perhaps there are things about God that you find hard to believe. If there are, just use the quiet to tell him about them. Or maybe you're struggling to believe that God can answer a prayer that you've been praying it's okay to admit your doubt and tell God about it. So let's just have a little bit of quiet now to give us the opportunity to talk to God. <laughs> 